blood. The Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where's the standard at? We're in a war, y'all. It's time to stand, y'all. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. to go with me in your Bible to the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 31 and verse 3. Jeremiah chapter 31 and verse 3. When you get there, say, I have it. My goodness. Okay, you know it's over by Luke. <laughs> All right, Jeremiah, chapter 31 and verse 3, and I'm reading. The Lord hath appeared of old unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. I want to talk to you about God's loving kindness. The last time that we were together, we talked about being kind to one another. And what we discovered is that if you take the D off of the word kind, it lends itself to being kin to one another. Our kinship to one another in the body of Christ Christ is the connecting link. And being Christians, we should never be found guilty of just being kind to a few people and rude and ugly to everybody else. We are Christians. Say, I'm a Christian. All right, now I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt. When we talk today about God's loving kindness, it is my prayer that our eyes would be open and our spirit man would be strengthened. God is love. And everything that God does for men, he does it from his goodness, his mercy, and grace. Now let me repeat that to you. Everything that God does toward man he does it from his goodness, not mine, not yours. 
So skip the goodness of my heart. You know, I help you out because of the goodness of my heart. We are told that the heart of man, if it's not converted, is desperately wicked. And who can know it save the Lord? So man in his raw state is wicked. All of his thoughts basically are perverted. But when we talk about God's loving kindness, everything that God does toward men is out of his goodness. It is out of his mercy. It is out of his grace. So what am I saying? I'm saying this. There is a place in God where his loving kindness proceeds from and comes forth. That's that place in God and God is love. But God is not stupid. So when we think about God's loving kindness and that place in God and God is a spirit and God is our creator, God has done good by us from day one. And the reason for that is because God is always coming from what I call a good place. A good place in God is where God's loving kindness flows through. And it flows from him. So if I say there's good in me, then the good in me is the God in me. And if the good in me is the God in me, and God is ever alive in his people, and God is alive in the earth realm out there, then everything that we receive from him is not because we deserve it. It is simply because it's coming from that good place in God who assumed responsibility for us when he made us. So instead of him being mean, angry and destructive toward us he chooses to deal with man from that good place in him and that's where we get his loving kindness from his loving kindness is what causes mercy and grace to be with us all of the time so when we talk about God and his loving kindness and how it comes from that place in God who is very pitiful, who is very merciful, who is full of compassion, God is the engine that drives his goodness, his mercy, and his grace. If you ever experience the grace of God, you know that he blessed you and you didn't deserve it. And you, oh, y'all here. 
Yeah, yeah. God says through Jeremiah here, the Lord hath appeared of old unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. It's almost bring tears to my eyes. Because when you, when you think about who God is, okay, God is love. However, his love can't save you. He is an everlasting God whose love is everlasting. And because his love is everlasting and because God is good all of the time and all the time God is good, God says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Didn't he say it? So, now, 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 now hear this. Since God loves us with an everlasting love, his love couldn't save us. So he reached inside of that place in him and came up with the only way to save us, to redeem us, would be by grace. Meaning we didn't deserve redemption. But he went to that good place within himself and said, I save man by his grace because even though I am his creator, he will never be perfect. So his everlasting love for us is what causes his loving kindness to be initiated. And because his love is everlasting, not like some of us, you know, you love me, I love you, you love me, I don't love you either. You know, God, that, that's not what we're, we're dealing with right here. We're dealing with a God whose love is everlasting and in his interaction with us is called loving kindness. Which we don't deserve. Now. Next step. Whatever God does for us. He's not necessarily doing it because of us. God does for us what he does. Because there is a mediator. Between God and me and the man Christ Jesus. So everything that God has ever done for us. What God is doing for us right now or what God will do for us, he's doing all that through Jesus. And you know, I thought about this. Even, even Muslims and other people that, that, that diss Jesus and, 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 and bring him down, God's goodness toward man is because of Jesus. <laughs> and the very one that people are blaspheming is the conduit or the channel whereby God sent his blessing to us that we don't deserve. You see that? So, so in, in, that, in that everlasting love is that loving kindness that causes God to initiate appropriate actions toward us that don't deserve it. I keep hammering that home because we really need to hear that because when, when the Lord brought this to me a day or two ago and I began to think about his loving kindness toward me as an individual and realizing that I don't deserve 
his loving kindness. But because God made me. And he does for me what I cannot do for myself. Now what if God was rude and, and trying to destroy us. And I thought about and we're going to get into the flood. And the destruction that, that happened in Noah's day. So that we can better understand why some things happen. Like the flood in Noah's day. We'll get, we'll get on to that. But everything. Repeat this after me. Everything that God does for me. Is out of his everlasting love. And his loving kindness. Okay. Now we do good. Bless us. But his loving kindness shows up. Whether we do good or not. As long as he does good. Okay. Now. His everlasting love. And his loving kindness. Initiated toward us. Can't you hear the Lord saying. I am God. And I change not. So. God being God and he does not change and he's blessing and giving us things that we don't deserve and he's doing all that because of his son Jesus who is perfect then we ought to tell the Lord thank you. But now watch this. God says if you look in the latter portion of this verse Jeremiah 31 and 3 he says I have loved thee with an everlasting love therefore is a concluding thought, right? I've loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. Now you think about it. The old preachers used to say you can you can draw you can draw flies with more flies with honey than you can with vinegar. Now God says with loving kindness I drew you. See, love is stronger than hate. And if we would be more kind toward people, then I believe that we stand a better chance of winning them to the Lord because that loving kindness that's on our lives can be extended through Jesus, through us, to them. I think that if, if you're a person easy to be you know, communicated with, easy to be talked to, you know, you, you stand a chance, a better chance of winning them. Sometimes we have to win people to us before we can win them to Christ. So with this loving kindness, I've drawn thee. Now, foundation laid. You ready to move the train? Okay. God's loving kindness. His everlasting love. He drew us that way. When all else failed. We came to the Lord. When, when stuff wasn't working, we remember some words grandmama said. We came to the Lord. We were drawn to the Lord because of his loving kindness and because of his tender mercies. Now, let's move right here. Grace is extended to mankind from loving kindness. Grace is extended. To mankind. Because of loving kindness. It comes from that place in God. 
where God says, I'm not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So grace is extended to us because of his everlasting love and his loving kindness and him not willing that any should perish so he tolerates us. Uh, he, he puts up with just me. <laughs> See, he, a lot of stuff we should have been destroyed over. But God. So the extension of his loving kindness through Jesus to us, it works. It works. Genesis chapter 6. With loving kindness I've drawn thee. I'm, I'm glad that the Lord let me live long enough to get born again. I'm glad that the Lord allowed me to live long enough to get saved. I'm so glad that out of his loving kindness he drew me. I, I'm so glad Anybody else in here glad? It's because of him and not because of me. Because I'm the one that caused God to kill his son. He was not going to stop until everything was put in place to make sure that I had an opportunity To be on the receiving end of everlasting life. I'm slow this morning for two reasons. I want you to hear in your spirit what thus said the Lord to the church. And I'm also slowing down because I'm enjoying hearing what the Lord said to the church. <laughs> All right. Now, Say these words. Grace is extended from his loving kindness. Got it? All right. Are you in the book of Genesis? Okay, now notice this. Chapter 6, verses 5 through 8. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth. And that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth. And it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth. Both man and beast and the creeping thing. And the fowls of the air. For it repented me. That I have made them. Listen. But Noah. Found grace. In the eyes of the Lord. Now. This grace extended from love and kindness. Noah found grace in the eyes of God. Noah and his family. Only eight souls. In the ark. Everybody else destroyed. Am I right about it? 
So I, I said I was going to say something about this. When we think about his love and kindness, God has never left himself without a witness. So now you got all these people that's put to death by the floodwaters, but Noah found grace. And when we started out, I told you that because of God's loving kindness, that's where grace is extended from and mercy and forgiveness comes out of that extension of his loving kindness. So Noah was not out there with a flashlight talking about, can I, can I find grace in, in, in this? No, 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 no. God put grace on Noah. Oh, help me, Holy God. God put grace on Noah. Everybody else got destroyed. So why was only Noah and his family saved in the midst of all that? You might say, well, what about God's loving kindness toward those other people that were destroyed? The Bible in another place tells us that the cup was full. See, the wickedness that man does is basically put in a metaphor as a cup. The cup got full. And when the cup got full, then judgment came. And that's what be happening in our own lives sometimes when we don't quit. The cup get filled up and then the whipping comes. And if you love your children, you're correct. God says, as many as I love, I chase them. Even chastisement comes out of love and kindness. You got that? So Noah found grace in the eyes of God because it is through God's love and kindness and everlasting love that grace is extended. You know, sometimes people, women get pregnant out of wedlock. And it, sometimes in the midst of that, being wickedly judged by people that won't let it go and they want to treat the woman that got pregnant out of wedlock as though she's less than dirt. Am I right about it? But God has a place in him. For women that got pregnant out of wedlock. It's called grace. It's called mercy. So he withholds destruction. And he releases grace out of his loving kindness. Man, listen. <laughs> and watch this. It's not because she deserves it. Because none of us deserve anything. But because of God's loving kindness. Mercy is extended. There was a woman in the Bible. They got pregnant. From a man that she wasn't married to. See. You know. If I'm born again. It's by the grace of God. 
if I'm born again, it's because of the grace of God. Not because of me. Not because I can stand up and say, I didn't smoke cigarettes or I didn't run women or I didn't do this. Listen, it ain't about the I you didn't do. It's about the I am who did do. Come on, help me up in this. <laughs> it ain't about the I you didn't do. It's about what the I am did do. So don't ever stand up trying to declare your own righteousness. Because now you messing around trying to rub out love and kindness. And see humility says it wasn't nobody but the Lord that spared my life. It wasn't nobody but the Lord that saved me. It was nobody but the Lord that did for me what I could not do for me. He did it for me. Why did he do it? He did it out of his loving kindness and his everlasting love and his tender mercies. And he came from that place in God called good. And when he sets you free. Is because of his loving kindness. It's, it's all. It's, it's, it's kind of. That take all the starch out of your pride. Doesn't it? Wherever you are in life. Whatever you're living in. Whatever you're driving. Whatever kind of money you have. Whatever. You know. All that's because of his loving kindness. <laughs> Alright. Let, let's deal with this woman. That, that got this baby. Genesis 21. Genesis 21. You know, a lot of times people walking around talking about, it's a doggone shame that woman got pregnant over there and this and that. Well, you know, sometimes people can have intercourse and all things being equal, they don't ever get pregnant. Then there are two or three women, they can think about it, don't have intercourse and get pregnant. And then there's a group of group of us, the Lord whips, you know. And then there's another group. He just gotta let the clock tick on tick. Then when the cup gets full, it's bad. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come the Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. The trouble all over the world. 
Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you. <laughs>